Welcome to Dave's new podcast. One of the things that I'm often curious about is what people's lives are really like. I think that many of us work hard when we're out in public to present ourselves in a certain way that comes across as acceptable, I suppose. Most of us do it, perhaps we all do it, and it's not in any way to sort of deceive people, I don't think. It's simply, you know, we perceive the world in a certain way and feel that we should try and fit in and be normal, whatever normal is. And I particularly think about that with Christians and Christianity. And often when I'm in church, I look around at people and wonder, um, you know, what's what their lives are really like. Church is a very ordered place. It's, it's a very tidy place. But, um, you know, I wonder what's going on behind the scenes for a lot of people. And I say that as someone who has just had a new baby in their life. And so our house and our life at the moment is very chaotic. I do think that there's always, always this danger to over-spiritualise Christian faith and Christianity and Jesus himself. And it's nothing new. I'm continuing to read Eat This Book by Eugene Peterson and have just been reading the chapter about the major discovery that was found in the 19th century. For hundreds of years, people had wrestled over the Greek language that was used in the New Testament because it wasn't classical Greek. It wasn't the kind of Greek that people used when they wrote special documents or books or poetry or anything that was going to be preserved. It was a different form of Greek and it had 500 words in it that nobody recognised from any other source. And for a long, long time the claim was this was a special language sent by the Holy Spirit so that people could write the Bible and it even included these 500 words that weren't used anywhere else. Then one day, as happens, uh, someone was pouring over rubbish in Egypt on a big rubbish tip and they came across lots of things like shopping lists and post-it notes and uh, you know little letters from one person to another but all the kind of stuff that would normally be thrown away and they discovered that it was written in the same kind of Greek that the New Testament was written in and it included most of the 500 words that had never been seen anywhere else and the point was this that the Greek that was normally preserved in libraries was classical Greek this kind of Greek was the stuff that people never wrote expecting to be preserved it was street language it was normal Greek it was chit chat and this was the language the Gospels were written in normal everyday chit chat because they were to be communicated to your average person and people had to understand it in particular one of the uh, words that was debated was the word meaning daily bread in the Lord's Prayer and people for a long time had argued about you know what that word meant but quite often it had been spiritualized you know living bread the bread from heaven you know the bread that God sent manna that sort of thing well in fact what uh, these lists shopping lists showed was that it was the bread that you put your butter and jam on it was the bread that you put in the toaster it was the bread that you had your marmite on it was the ordinary stuff of life and to come back to what people's lives are like, it seems to me that the holiness of God is found in the ordinariness of life. And always the danger is that we, we try and work too hard in public, especially in our worship services, to appear you know, very Christian. And actually, 
Jesus is about connecting us with the reality of life, what's normal, what's real. We don't have to pretend. And that's very difficult not to pretend. But actually there's a sense in which he's trying to unmask us all the time. He meets people in the Gospels and the Bible and he unmasks them. He asks them what they really want. He does things which shows who they really are. And I long for the day when our worship services would be more real, when our worship songs perhaps would have more down-to-earth ordinary references in them so that our, our Christian language wasn't some sort of idealised, glowing, kind of up-in-the-clouds sort of language, but was like the Gospels, was written in this chit-chat, more the language of the sun, or the daily mirror, we might say, uh, than the language of perhaps the Financial Times. Thanks very much for listening. That was Dave's podcast.